Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back here on Metal Shop, and uh, right now I have a man who's going to be here on Valentine's Day. Very romantic. It's Sean Peck, vocalist for Cage, Death Dealer, Denner Sherman, Warrior, and... Of one of the three vocals for a super group known as the Three Tremors, featuring Tim Ripper Owens, uh, ex-member of Judas Priest, uh, Ice Earth, Wal- Charred Walls of the Dam, so many more, and also Harry the Tyrant Conklin from Jag Panzer, Satan's Host, Titan Force, dude. Three Tremors. Obviously, it's a little bit of a play for the Three Tenors. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, what brought you guys together? Can we get a little bit of background? Like, how long did you guys have this in mind to uh, make this super group? Well, a lot of you know, it's amazing that a lot of people don't know that this was originally supposedly the idea of supposed to be Bruce Dickinson, Rob Halford, and then either Dio or Jeff Tate was supposed to be the third guy. Yeah, I saw something so about was, that. I wasn't quite sure of the uh, the history of it, though. Yeah, this was, you know, they supposedly were going to do a record. Um, and then for one reason or another, they never did it. So it's kind of like, the heavy metal uh, world got deprived of like something that was, could have been incredible. You know, I mean, I, before I became a singer, I just fell in love with the whole heavy metal uh, sound and, you know, over the top um, arenas full of, you know, lasers, fire, leather and studs, and just, you know, super powerful music. As a, you know, kid, I just was fascinated by it. And then I, you know, started singing in bands and, mm-hmm. and now, you know, up to this point. So that, um, you know, we came at this from a fan standpoint and I was, I'm always trying to innovate in the idea department for heavy metal, because if you innovate musically too much, it really loses the essence of, of just, you know, what raw, you know, old school heavy metal is. And mm-hmm. so I was sitting there one day going, you know, they're never going to do, they're never going to complete this, heavy metal prophecy this urban legend absolutely yeah Um, so why don't we do it and why don't i bring together the 2019 version of with you know who i thought were were the two best vocalists of the day and you know thankfully um harry and tim agreed to do it and uh now i'm just trying to keep pace with those dudes because those guys are uh, you know, absolutely just phenomenal, especially people that aren't familiar with Harry Conklin from Jack Panzer. I mean, they're, they're an underground heavy metal band. That's they're awesome. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Well known in Europe. And, um, but that guy is just a, a insane machine of a vocalist. I mean, in any genre, I mean, he can bury anybody in any genre. Celine Dion, line them up. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. And then Ripper goes without saying. So like I said, you know, I don't think I would have been the third tremor unless I had created the band. So that's how I got in the club. So is it safe to say it's your brainchild? Kind of. I mean, it's, you know, it's not really a ripoff. It's kind of just in a, a tribute to, you know, a fulfilling of the prophecy. That's why totally, we kept yeah. that name. We, we trademarked the name. I mean, this, this supposedly was just an idea, but we uh, have all the rights to everything. Um, but, 
that being said, man, if Bruce Dickinson and Halford wanted to do it, we would more than be happy to give them the permission to do it. Then we could tour as the Six Tremors. How about that? Hey, there you go, man. That sounds good, <laughs> dude. Uh, so I got to ask you, man. Like you, the 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 self titled record is out. You're going to be here in Seattle at Elcor Zone for an all ages show on Valentine's Day this coming Thursday. Three big, awesome, huge voices on stage. I got to assume. Is there any kind of like healthy competition? Any kind of you know healthy competition there in the band? Um, not really. I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, for, for people that are, that are heavy metal fans, I mean, this is a very unique experience, man. It's not just like a gimmick, like we're dressing in co- like Star Wars costumes yeah. and playing metal songs or something. I mean, that, it's a gimmick, but it's like, you know, used to its full power. So you've never seen anything like this before. I mean, these songs were written, you know, with overlaps and harmonies and stuff. And, um, the band behind us is is just you know awesome to watch. Their head whips and the drummer is one of the best drummers you know in the country. He's just incredible visually and as he performs. So uh, there's a lot going on and um, there's plenty of of high notes. So we're kind of just you know whoever is feeling it at the moment. We got it pretty. We got it down pretty tight. But every night's a little bit different because nice. you know one guy will decide like, hey man, I'm going to take this one here, and we look at each other, and go, okay, yeah, you you go for that one. So um, yeah, there's no real competition because we we have we've been booking like quite a lot of shows. The last tour we did, we had one stretch where we did 11 shows in a row. Nice. And for this for this kind of singing, you know, that would be considered suicide. But since there's three of us, we're able to. Um, spread the love a little bit so that we can just keep rocking, you know, night after night, but it's a phenomenal show. So just for the people that are listening, uh, and it's cool that it's all ages too. Cause I love, you know, playing for the younger crowd. People. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, this is, you know, we play the entire album, all 12 songs live. And then we also play, you know, I, we play one song from cage, one song from Jack Panzer. Nice. And then we do a couple from, you know, Tim's, uh, history. And then we do some, you know, some Judas priest stuff. That's just like, you know, you've never heard painkiller like this before. Let me tell you. Yeah. With three huge voices like that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> so I got to ask you, man, like, uh, we, you just mentioned, uh, you know, you love having little kids there in the audience and, and seeing maybe, maybe their first metal show. What was the first metal band you ever saw live? The first metal show I ever saw was Dio and Dokken in Anchorage, Alaska. Is that where Uh, you're from? Yeah, well, I live, you know, I went to high school up there. I lived there 10 years and then I moved down to San Diego. But, um, you know, Dio and Dokken, and I was totally into Dokken. The Tooth and Nail album was just ripping. Yeah. And I didn't really know that much about Dio, you know, and I, I wasn't. You know, necessarily a huge fan of the Dio album. I knew, you know, Rainbow in the Dark and Last in Line and stuff. But, you know, Dawkins just blew my mind that night, man. I was just freaking out. And, um, you know, the Dio came on and Dio was ripping it up. And they had these killer la- these laser projections that he was doing. You know, we were there just going, oh, my God. But we met these two, you know, really hot chicks. So we left early Uh-oh. for the Dio set. Nice. And we went, at, we took them to a place called Thunderbird Falls. And the rest is history. And that's how I fell in love with heavy metal. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome night. Dio meeting some hot <laughs> chicks, going to Thunderbird Lane. And it's all Thunderbird da- Falls, man. Thunderbird Falls. It, man. It's all yeah, uphill was- or downhill from there, whichever way you look at it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that that set me off on my metal journey, and uh, uh, it was fantastic, man. So who was uh, who do you think like uh, really inspired you? What was your like? 
big inspiration to become a metal vocalist? Well, the first song that got me into it was Ozzy's You Can't Kill Rock and Roll. Nice. I don't know, something, you know, I was all into freaking Blondie and Flock of Seagulls and The Cars. Okay. Which I still love all that stuff today, you know, really killer songs. And then You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, Ozzy's Diary of a Mammoth. Something about that song, man, I just like listened to it over and over. Then I did the whole album. Then I hit the Scorpions. And then they, someone turned me on to Judas Priest. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then, uh, you know, so I was in high school just you know, running around my bedroom, you know, singing air guitar and what every kid does, posters on the walls. Yes. Um, and I moved to San Diego, went to San Diego State, you know, and then I would I would kind of get up and sing, like if there'd be a band playing, I'd go, hey, can I sing like Born to be Wild or something? Nice. Paranoid, yeah. I think was the first two songs that I did. And I just thought that, you know, learning to play guitar was way too much work. So I would just uh, I would just become a singer. I didn't have any singing, you know. I didn't know if I could sing. I didn't have any singing, you know. I wasn't in choir yeah. or anything. But I'm like, you know, I made I was a class clown kind of guy, and I made a lot of funny voices. So, um, you know, I just gradually kind of taught myself, and then you know, just kept working on it and gradually, you know, developed my own style. And um, unfortunately, I learned that being a singer is you know even worse than being a drummer in a band because you know everyone else is partying all night on tour and you got to be a little you know like hey I, I gotta get some sleep you know let me drink some water you gotta you know this kind of singing requires you got to be in top form you know can't always be night. drinking whiskey and smoking cigs all night yeah and everyone else is everyone else is just raging and you're just like okay uh, can you hand me another bottle of water so uh it does definitely it definitely is not the from that standpoint, the funnest thing to do. But man, getting up there in front of the crowd and like letting it, letting loose with some, you know, laser beams out of your out of your mouth that that make people's jaws drop. And there's nothing like that feeling. I like that laser beams, man. That's visual, man. Um, so obviously, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Sean Peck. He's a vocalist for Cage, Death Dealer, Denner Sherman, Warrior, and of course, coming this. Thursday on Valentine's Day, we are going to see the three tremors. And uh, I got to ask you, dude, like you do. You, what other projects? How many projects are you in uh, aside from three tremors? Is that is that does that cover it all? Well, it's so funny because I used to be just Cage was the only band I was in. I mean, the backing band is Cage. OK. You know, we have we have seven albums out. Um, yeah. You know, it's you know, it's a Judas Priest on steroids thing. That's where I met. Tim is with Cage open for Judas Priest twice when Hell he yeah. was when he was with him. So you know that was a big big thing for us. Priest is pretty much my favorite band. So um, we uh, you know Cage has been, has been the main band, but then I did um, you know the band Death Dealer with Ross the Boss from Man of War with two albums out. So that one we have a third album out, probably coming or coming out probably by the end of the year. Nice people listening. Death Dealer is uh, another you know really aggressive, you know, American kind of power metal thing. The first two albums are, I love those first two albums. Every song is fantastic. So definitely check those out. Then of course I, the warrior thing, I just did a couple shows with them, okay. um, but it was really fun. You know, I, we played the, the first album in its entirety, which is their big, you know, that was the one that really put them on the map. Yeah. And uh, I don't know every time I run into this player all the time, he's like, dude, you know, warrior, we got to do this. So who maybe something will happen with that one day. Um, and then Denner Sherman, those are the two guys from Merciful Fate. You know, people yeah. that know King Diamond, King Diamond's band before King Diamond was Merciful Fate. You know, yeah. those guys are like, 
uh, you know, legends. And so getting into the band with them and being chosen out of, you know, a million people that would have wanted to, to sing for them was, was a real big thrill for me being a King Diamond and Merciful Fate fan. I mean, if the first time they were playing, you know, my friend turned me on to the Merciful Fate albums. If you would have told me, like, dude, you'll be singing with these guys one day, I would have just been, like, you know, mind blown. So th- those two albums that came out on Metal Blade were fantastic, and we became really, really good friends. This On this Three Tremors tour, the last show we did was in Copenhagen. Nice. And uh, Michael Denner got up on stage, and we did Curse of the Pharaohs and Black Funeral. Oh, that's with awesome. The Tremors. So that was really cool. So, uh, you know, I hope that we'll be working on a new album sometime in the future. Michael is doing, a, is doing like an album, and, and Hank's doing a solo album. So after those cycle, I'm hoping that we'll get something going together on that. And then, um, yeah, there's just, there I, there actually are, there's a couple other, you know, Cage is probably going to do another record soon here. We're, we're already going to, we're going to probably immediately start working on a second Three Tremors record once this U.S. tour stops. Damn, dude. Sounds um, like you're busy so as hell. Yeah, there's tons of tons it's of awesome. work, but um, and then there's and then there's like uh, I might guest vocal for a band on on a festival um, this summer um, called Tyrant. They they used to be in the uh, the metal underground. If you look them up on YouTube, they used cool. to be kind of a thing back in the '80s, and I might do that. And then um, there's actually a couple other bands that have asked me, you know, if I'd be interested in in singing for one reason or another, and um, one of them, I, I can't reveal who it is, but they're an, old, an 80s band that had some success, and they've had some really big recent success with their new album, and uh, I'm a big fan of theirs. So maybe, I mean, not like I got room for another band, but it's so funny. <laughs> I, used to, I, had, I had one band for like 20 years. I never did any, you know, I didn't really feel the need to do anything else because I was satisfied with everything, and then all of a sudden, I'm like everywhere, and uh, whatever, you know, it's just fun. I, I love performing, and I love writing songs, and so it's just, you know, it's it's all for the glory of steel and, and the fun of it. Coolest job ever, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you have any final words for the Northwest audience, man, before we see you on Thursday and Valentine's Day at El Corazon? Everyone needs to bring their girlfriend to the show. Yes. I mean, like I said, I promise you the show is going to blow your mind. I mean, you, you know, the, when we went on tour, there were people that would come up to us like, can we talk with you for a second? These German guys with, yeah. you know, battle vests and a million patches saying, I have seen over 1,000 shows, and this was freaking amazing. That's so, awesome. I mean, even the harshest skeptics and critics were just blown away by this thing. So this is definitely something unique and, you know, it's a, it's a revival of the old school of heavy metal. Like I said, you know, that's how we grew up on it. We grew up on, you know, heavy metal. There was no such thing as too much. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, oh, I'm exhausted by this record. There was no, um, nothing like that, man. You know, metal was, it was where you went to, you know, have things that were over the top. And with this record, you know, most of these super groups, they never live up to their billing. You know, every time there's a supergroup album or a project album, it's just like okay, and it's never, you know, it never delivers. And with this album, you know, I didn't want any of that. I wanted first to people know that this was a band and not a project. Yeah, we've already done, a, you know, a tour and we're doing our second tour now. And then I also wanted them to just, you know, you're gonna, you see this cover with the three of us in this, you know, crazy scenario. Oh, it's epic. And it, it, it sounds like the cover looks. You know, That's awesome. Not. These songs are not introspective about, you know, how you feel about things. These are songs about, you know, killing vampires, war, Jack the Ripper, um, you know, stuff like that. It's metal's meant to be an escape and, and not a, you know, not a big um, 
have a bunch it's of not emo. Uh, deep, yeah, not a bunch of deep thought and you know that introspection crap. Um, so we wanted the music not only topically but sonically to you know you're, you're looking at these three singers that are just like you know monsters and you will not be disappointed if you're looking for vocal acrobatics and just like you know halford on his best day over and over and over like this is what you get with every song and the fans of you know for, that love this kind of music have just absolutely embraced it and um the album comes out february 22nd oh um, so i thought it was already well, it's out in Europe, but they delayed the U.S. release because they wanted, you know, okay. it was doing so well in Europe. They wanted to make sure they had it everywhere. So officially it's out on the 22nd, but um, you can, you know, order it on iTunes and Amazon. It just came up on iTunes. Um, yeah. It just went on iTunes yesterday, actually. That's awesome. So everybody go to iTunes and Amazon and pre-order it. There's vinyl. And then our website, thethreetremors.com, T-H-E-T-H-R-E-E-T-R-E-M-O-R-S.com. On the store link, there's all kinds of crazy, like, packages with, you know, we have trading cards and wow. so much cool merch yeah. you know, with the vinyls and the shirts and bottle openers and flags and just tons of cool stuff. There's a really cool Extreme Screen package there available that's an insane value. So we did a lot of great pre-orders. Um, the album's going to be out soon in North America. And we have a music video uh, that's out and another one that comes out after the the release and i think we're going to do a third video so there's two lyric videos and we're going to have three music videos so i mean we got just tons of material coming out and again it's it's a revival of the old school man you know this is uh this is no holds barred you're, you're never going to see a show like this again so i've never played seattle so i'm really looking forward to it dude it's going to be awesome, man. We're going to be uh, we're going to be there in full effect again this Thursday. Metal Shop presents the Three Tremors live on Valentine's Day. It's going to be awesome. We're going to play a song called "Invaders from the Sky." Uh, this is a good one, and, and this is the single we've been playing here on the show. Uh, Sean, we will see you on Thursday, man. Thank you very much, and horns up. All right, dude. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll see you, Seattle. Come out, man. Bring everybody you know. It's going to be insane.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.